This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are talking about self-care for empaths. I'm so excited and happy to go over this with my lovely empaths and sensitive souls out there because we need self-care quite a bit, don't we? We are the natural givers of the world, nurturers. A lot of times we just take on emotions. We feel so deeply. And so it's important for us to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves in the long run. So that way we can move into being an empowered empath versus an empath that is stressed out and burdened and drained, right? Okay, so we are going to cover emotionally cleansing and releasing, taking time for ourselves, taking breaks from the social scenes and social media, setting boundaries, doing what makes you feel good, and making sure that we're keeping ourselves grounded, okay? And so a lot of times you may hear someone say, well, you need to emotionally release, you need to emotionally cleanse. What does that really mean, right? How can you cleanse your emotions? How can you release these emotions? And I think that ultimately it comes down to really taking time with yourself and taking an introspective approach. Practice asking yourself, what's yours and what's theirs, right? So have you ever felt great? And then you go into a meeting or you spend time talking to someone on the phone or you just spent some time with your family and then you go home and you feel drained. Is it just from the social interaction or is it from a conversation that you were having? Did they feel really frustrated or angry? Were they upset? What was it that was going on when you were in the presence of others? And oftentimes, if you walk away feeling irritable or feeling upset, really ask yourself, what's making you feel that way? Or is it something you picked up from another individual? Were they feeling like that? And did you get so involved in the conversation or really take in and engage with what they were saying, with what they were feeling, that now you feel that way? So taking time to detach from what is not yours is a big part of emotional cleansing. When you just have that realization and awareness to say, okay, this is not even mine, letting that go, letting it sit with the other individual, not taking it on for yourself is so important. But also creating rituals for yourself that helps you feel like you're getting those emotions out, rather it's journaling or even just exercising, moving the body, tuning in with yourself, allowing for yourself to feel is the biggest way to cleanse your emotion. The thing is, we only feel emotions within our bodies for 90 seconds. 
physically, you only feel the emotion where maybe your heart is racing or your palms are sweaty or you're feeling flustered or frustrated. It's really only a good minute and a half that you feel those changes in the body and then over time, the body will just cool itself down. You have a natural cooling system, right? Because the body doesn't like to be in that sense of stress. However, what happens is we feel uncomfortable, right? And then a thought interjects, don't feel like this. And we shut down. We don't allow for the body to process the emotion. We come back in and we rethink about it. And then we re-trigger ourselves. You can continue to re-trigger yourself emotionally just by not letting it go. So take that uncomfortable plunge to emotionally release and then have a practice for yourself. Rather, it's soothing yourself after feeling the emotion, taking a nice bath, going for a walk, doing something that is constructive and important and helpful for managing your emotions, rather shutting down or suppressing them or disconnecting from yourself or detaching or distracting yourself. You see the difference? Practicing meditation as well. So when you practice meditation, this is really, really important for empaths because, again, we're constantly receiving. Oftentimes, we're the receivers, but receivers of energy, receivers of emotion quite frequently. And so when we're receiving all of the time, meditation allows for us to just be and to stop receiving from the outside world and allows for us to tune in to our internal world. And when you get in tune with your internal world and how you're feeling within yourself, it's going to be much easier to recognize when there is an emotion that's not yours that comes up. You can say, oh, this isn't my default setting. Something's off. It's not me. It's them. We often say, it's always you at the end of the day. But we're social beings. We interact with so many people. And sometimes it's really not you. But it is you in the way that you respond and the way that you handle it. So this brings me to my next point, which is to take time for yourself. Solitude is really important to clear your mind and to recalibrate and to give you an opportunity to just really let that dust settle. It allows for you to pivot and to listen to yourself when you take that time for yourself. And that can look different for everyone. Sometimes for me, it's taking a drive to a new place. I'll drive three or four hours just getting away. And that's taking time for myself. And and not everyone understands that. Sometimes they're like, oh man, you must be so scared. Or why do you like to do these things by yourself? I like to take time with myself. I like to cleanse my mind. I like to take a break from not receiving so much from my external sources or things that I can't control. I like to just be. And I like to feel free. And that allows for me to connect with myself and go home with a nice, clear mind. It's like I'm cleaning out my filter so I can run much smoothly. Which then leads me to making sure that we're taking breaks from the social scene. Social interaction is highly important. 
So I don't want us to become recluses or isolating ourselves because that is very damaging. Loneliness is a killer, right? But we can still feel lonely in a whole group of people. So that's not the point here. The point is that social interaction should be used for connecting, making sure that we're taking breaks where socializing is draining you. Or if you find yourself feeling more alone afterwards is a sign that we need to move away and take breaks from so much of that social activity. Social media can be very distracting, right? You're seeing people on a consistent basis, what they're expressing, what they're sharing, what they're doing over and over and over, sometimes multiple times a day. And what it is, is really a distraction from tuning in with ourselves. We're constantly comparing ourselves when we're seeing others do things within our own generation, within our own area, whatever it is, within our own connections, we're seeing the way they're living life, but we can't help but to compare ourselves sometimes, you know, and that gets draining. It gets overwhelming. And sometimes without comparing yourself, it's just too much seeing so many faces I'd love to see a study on exactly how many faces we see through a screen every day and how does that affect us? Seeing people we don't even know affecting us. The next tip that I have is to focus on setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is so important for empaths to create a healthy system for them. And setting boundaries looks so different in different ways. It can look like saying no When you want to say no, it looks like having a nice routine for yourself. It looks like building a holistic schedule for yourself. It looks like protecting your body, protecting your mind, protecting your overall well-being, listening to your intuition, and having discipline with yourself. And it can look like so much more past that. But setting those boundaries are important because we have to be able to not just protect ourselves, like we're trying to shield ourselves away from the world, but just making sure that we're not allowing ourselves to morph into places that we don't belong in, or to make sure that we are containing ourselves, that we're being responsible for our own selves, responsible for our own emotions, and we're not pushing so much on other people. And when those boundaries get violated, oftentimes we get worn down very quickly. So setting those healthy boundaries and adhering to them is key. And of course, doing what makes you feel good, right? Doing what makes you feel good. Have a list of your favorite things, right? We all have different things that we love to do or that makes us feel good or brings us back home or just makes us feel joy or a little sense of peace, right? What is that for you? Just make a list of some of your favorite things that you can reflect on or refer to in times that you just need a little pick-me-up. And my last tip is, of course, to remember to ground yourself. Empaths oftentimes deal with not being grounded, not being here, because everything is so overwhelming, right? We're so sensitive that we can get caught up 
in all the little details of what's going on or the feelings that we have that we forget to be present and then we don't feel secure, we don't feel stable, we feel chaotic, we feel like we're all over the place, we feel scattered and it is such an unsettling feeling and it really drives anxiety. So making sure that we're keeping ourselves grounded, that we're not falling into you know, keeping our heads in the clouds or just totally disconnected from our entire environment. We want to make sure that we are here, we are present, and we are focused on what's in front of us and what's important to us. And also, just as a reminder, there is an entire series, if you haven't tuned into it yet, on grounding yourself. So grounding for empaths and HSPs are in there as well as some really, really good grounding practices and techniques. So definitely feel free to check that out when you get a chance. So this concludes our episode on self-care for empaths. Of course, there's so much more that you can do when it comes to caring for yourself, but you know yourself best, right? You know what you need. But just keep in mind, I do have so much more for you to cover when it comes to self-care for the body, mind, soul, emotions. So definitely stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcast.